Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and of course, we know we're in a drought. We know it's hot. We know it's dry. Uh, and businesses are now joining the fight against the drought. The Salt Lake Chambers asking companies to take the H2 oath, a pledge to cut back on water use. Salt Lake Chamber President and CEO Derek Miller is here to talk about it, uh, as well as some of the challenges that businesses face in trying to cut back. Uh, Derek, thanks for joining us. Always oh, a pleasure. Thank you for having me, Boyd. Wonderful. Let's uh, let's talk about this initiative. Everyone knows we're, we're hot, dry, and drier, <laughs> maybe, maybe the only other uh, adjective out there, uh, but you're getting with uh, bus- the business community to say, hey, we can do something. Uh, here's an actual pledge that maybe can uh, can make a difference for us. Well, I think you're absolutely right when you talk about the level that this has permeated our collective uh, consciousness and awareness. <clears throat> I don't think there are many people who don't know that we're in a drought at this point, and even those few who may not know we're in a drought, they certainly understand uh, how hot it is right now. It, it really is historic drought conditions. We've got this sort of confluence of, of bad conditions. We hope it doesn't go from bad to worse, where we've got our soil moisture that's extremely low by virtue of lack of, of rain and snow this winter. That means that our reservoirs are also very low, Some of them are at only 50% of what they are typically at. And as we've said, the the temperatures are high, which means not only are we low on water, but we have extreme conditions for wildfires already seeing that beginning the unfortunate season early here. But having said all that, what we may not know and what I hear from a lot of people, both business owners as well as just general folks in the public, what can we do about it? Yeah. And so that's one of the things that we really tried to focus on from the Salt Lake Chamber with this H2O is helping to educate businesses what they can do to conserve water and, and educate them on uh, how they can begin today. Yeah. And so let's, let's dive into that just a little bit, uh, because as you said, a lot of people get it they understand it uh even a lot of people like to talk about it but it's when it's like wait a minute you're asking me to water my lawn less or you're asking me to do this that's that's different uh but but that's really what this oath this h2 oath is really all about is what businesses can do uh what they can pledge to do to actually be part of the solution so share with us some of the things that are in this oath that you're inviting the business community to embrace 
There are really two broad categories where businesses uh, utilize water. And the first category is they may utilize water in, in their actual business process. You know, if they're in manufacturing, if they're producing something that requires water or, water, or even if they're producing something that may not use water as an input, it may still be part of that process, uh, like in a cooling or something like right. that. So one thing that we're asking businesses to do is to conduct periodic checks of how they're using water in their, um, in their operations. And, and it's not just those who may use it in the manufacturing process. I mean, every business, of course, has restrooms. They have boiler rooms. They have other appliances. We want to make sure that those are operating at maximum efficiency. And then part of the H2O is asking these businesses to replace inefficient plumbing fixtures with water sense certified uh, low flow fixtures. And then the second broad category is one that we can all relate to, and that's businesses, just like homes, just like residences. They use water in things like landscaping. And in, in that category, we're asking businesses to, first of all, make sure that their irrigation system is operating efficiently. We want them to fix any leaks that they have. We want to make sure that they're using water sense certified uh, components that includes things like an automatic rain shutoff or a wind shutoff uh, for for when watering doesn't make sense. And and then I would also say in, in this category, uh, we're asking businesses to do better at limiting uh, turf or grass areas that may be surrounding their facilities. We had the opportunity to do a press conference uh, earlier this week with Governor Cox, and we went to Merritt Medical. It's one of Utah's great companies. And there at Merritt Medical, the founder and CEO, Fred Lampropoulos, showed how they had torn out grass all in front of their building and put in what I thought was a very beautiful landscape that was uh, maxim, maximum efficiency for the least amount of water used. Yeah, those, those are all great examples, and uh, I think that's so vital for our businesses to, to go through uh, everything from the, the checks, as you talk about. Let's make sure we're not having any waste. Let's make sure we're efficient and effective, uh, and then let's make sure we make those decisions that uh, will will help control and, and preserve water moving forward. Uh, I know for, for some businesses, it's a challenge, uh, especially our smaller businesses, uh, one where, you know, maybe they're in a uh, location where the aesthetics really matter if it's a restaurant. And so they're they might be hesitant to, you know, to just leave the water off on the, the grass and plants outside. Or for some small businesses, the challenges could be very economic in terms of, you know, razor thin margins and, and things that might uh, they may not want to invest in at the current time. But it seems to me that the the oath kind of gets to, hey, let's let's all do what we can where we can. Uh, and don't assume that you can't, because you can't do everything, that you shouldn't still do something. It's, you know, water is one of these resources. We all know that it's precious. We all know and understand intuitively that we need it. And it's one of these things that, you know, it ought to take, it needs to take a collective effort, and, and it deserves to take our collective effort. You know, one of the, the other ways that we're asking businesses to, to get involved, and this is certainly one that everyone could step up, and that is to be uh, an advocate for water efficiency, helping to educate our neighbors, our friends, our family members on the importance of water con- conservation and how to reduce uh, uh, the, the usage and, and waste and, and reduce the waste in water. And so, as you said, Boyd, there's 
ways that each one of us can step up and do our part. Uh, so important. Uh, Salt Lake Chamber President CEO Derek Miller joining us. You can go to slchamber.com slash h2oath, O-A-T-H. And, and just uh, signing on there, I think, is one of those ways, Derek, that we can actually show uh, and lend voice uh, to this crucial conversation. Well, we appreciate you helping us to get the word out. As you said, it takes a, it takes all of us, and, and there's something we, we can all do. All right. Uh, Derek Miller, again, from the Chamber of Commerce. So appreciate you joining us uh, for this, uh, again, very important conversation on water and what our businesses can do uh, to play their part. Uh, thanks for joining us on that today, Derek. All the best to you. All right. Uh, again, just as you, you look at your opportunities and what you can do, uh, it all starts with us doing something. Uh, and that's really ultimately the test. It's the test for our businesses. It's the test for our communities. And it's a test for each of us individually as families and neighborhoods. Are we willing, are we willing uh, to do some of those hard things uh, that may just be a little inconvenient or may not be on our uh, list of things I really want to do today uh, or things I really want to sacrifice today? But when you look at something like this kind of drought, this kind of level of uh, water that we're lacking this year, both you know because we have such low snowpack, uh, we've got the declining reservoir storage, uh, and so many things that are leading to a, a lot of crisis level challenges for leaders, uh, public and private. And I, I think that's just also vital for us to to really get to and really understand. We appreciate the chamber's efforts in this. We appreciate your efforts uh, on this. This is one of those where we've all got to come together and say, what are we willing to do together? Uh, that's the task rolling into the 4th of July weekend. A good chance to recommit and refocus on our shared project uh, which is America, by the way. Uh, and right here in the state of Utah, that shared pr- project includes conserving water, making sure that we have uh, what we need moving through the back half of the year, and then, of course, uh, making sure we're we're being wise in terms of fireworks and fire prevention, uh, all critical things for each of us, not just to talk about, but to do something about. We're going to step aside for bottom-of-the-hour news. Uh, When we come back, we're going to take a a little look back at a political figure who passed away this week who has a a fascinating legacy. You don't want to miss this. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.